It's September Salvation on Mix FM. All right, we have a special guest on the phone with us today. We all know it's September Salvation for the Salvation Army, and we have had some numerous guests that uh, either work with the Salvation Army, they've been touched by the Salvation Army in a way that's helped them out, but we're trying to raise some money this September, and we have a special guest. She's a full-time caseworker at the Salvation Army. Please welcome to the show, Jay Lee Dispenet. Jay Lee, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Well, thanks, first of all, for spending a few moments with us today. I know you have a passion for the Salvation Army from everybody I've talked to that's met you. It's something that's pretty important to you, right? Yes, absolutely. I love being a part of the Salvation Army. I was actually an intern here um, when I was doing my undergrad, and then about eight months later, I became a full-time caseworker, so it's near and dear to my heart. You know, we've talked to a few folks over the last couple of weeks uh, that have either been interns or, you know, was in college, helped out, and when graduation came, it was like, you know what, I I think I want to do that with them. And I think that says a lot about the organization and all the great things that the Salvation Army does. Yeah, Uh, we have, you know, our volunteers are anywhere from ages 18 to 64. So, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I lived in another town and there was a Salvation Army. And I thought, well, I'll come here and get help or you know, we have students. I asked one of my um, volunteers the other day, I was like, are you here for a class or are you just here, you know, just because? And she was like, no, I'm here just because. Um, <laughs> and she shared a little bit of her backstory and then why she wanted to come help. And you never know who you're going to run across or who you're going to meet or who, what their backstory is and why they want to be a part of the Salvation Army. That is so true. And and the one thing I know Brooke and I are learning that there are a lot of people, the outreach, the hand from the Salvation Army has helped them through some tough times, whether it be for the kids during Christmas time. Maybe it's lodging for a family that lost their home. It could be food for the night. Uh, You know, a story of a family we've heard recently that were afraid to go ask for help. They were embarrassed. And one of their last meals was some moldy bread. And they finally reached out to the Salvation Army and they got some help for lodging. They got a full meal for the entire family. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's just a small part of what the Salvation Army does. Yeah, we do. I, I mean, we do more than I thought I knew of whenever I was an intern here. You know, sometimes people have a preconceived notion of the Salvation Army and that way we just do kettles and right. you know, we're the ones ringing the bells outside of Walmart. But we actually do so much more than that. And of course, more than I thought, I was educated when I became an intern here. I mean, we do everything. I mean, we do budget assessments with people. We do food drives. Um, we have Embrace and a support group. We have the camps. We had after school programs. We have pantry. We lights, utility, lodging, rent. Um, there's so much more and sometimes we are just a resource people will call and say hey i'm having this problem can you navigate me through that and i say you know absolutely i may not be the best person but i i can try and sometimes people just need somebody to talk to i think that they know that they can call here and just say hey i'm having this problem can you direct me that is so well put and i think that is if there's anything that that we can say about the salvation army whoever's on the other end of that phone call cares and they want to make it better for you that speaks volumes and, and you say, you know, learning when you were an intern, it's like Brooke and I are interns uh, the last couple of weeks because uh, we knew all that the Salvation Army did. We knew it wasn't just bell ringing, but we had no idea the outreach of so many different levels of help. And then we find out for 133 years, the Salvation Army for decades, for generations of families been helping out here in the Wabash Valley. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, that's a long time to be helping, but it's a very passionate part of the Salvation Army. I don't know. Do you know about the donut story? No, about I do. How it started? No, 
know. Please tell us. Um, the Donut Girl story was during the war, they had Red Cross and the Salvation Army come to help aid, and the Red Cross did charge a certain amount of money per donut and cup of coffee, but the Salvation Army had two girls who would bring donuts and coffee for free. And a lot of people who um, volunteer or donate to us say that when they were in the war, they remember that, that warmth of the warm coffee and the donuts for their stomachs and how they just were given these things for free to help them. And so whenever they see a Salvation Army, doesn't matter where they are, they want to help or reach out or donate because something like that was so impactful for them. And I think that goes through to us even now after all of those years is, you know, we may have people who come in here only one time and whenever they see that red kettle, they donate because it impacted them. And they'll remember, you know, the food in their bellies or, you know, the rent that they were able to be assisted with. And so that goes back to the Donut Girl story, back to the war when, you know, we weren't charging for donuts and coffee to those who were cold and hungry. That is, to me, so powerful. That is. We're looking back at a war when everything was, I mean, you know, we're dealing with COVID right now, which is a different kind of crazy. But could you imagine just the comfort of that cup of coffee and a donut at a really, really tough, tough time? You don't forget those moments and you don't forget those moments. We all hit a rough patch in life. Uh, You know, we can always pray that, that that doesn't happen, but there's always speed bumps. You know, whether you lose your job, you might lose your home. You can't afford food. That doesn't mean you're a bad person or you failed. That just means you're going through tough times and you'll tend to remember getting through the tough times, but you also remember the folks that helped you when it happened. And uh, I think that's something that the Salvation Army has mastered over all these years. They're the ones that have been there for that intricate time in folks' lives. I mean, you know, they'll be sitting around going, do you remember the summer of 2019 when we lost our home? We had nowhere to go. We didn't know what to do. The Salvation Army helped get us back on our feet. Now we're doing well. And then it goes back to what you said. That's why we're going to donate with that kettle when we see it. It's kind of a cyclical thing that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Because as you know, that red kettle helps fund so many things, not just one area. It helps fund, you know, anything that we do for the year. That's why it's so important. The more donations come through, the more we're able to do. Just a quick thing that I wanted to touch on was whenever I was an intern here, of course, I was learning new things and I had my first time homeless couple come in and I was talking to them and I felt helpless even as an intern of what I could do for them. We didn't have lodging support at that time and that was in 2018 and I remember the secretary gave the socks off her feet to this couple because it was so cold out and wet and they had nowhere to go. Um, They were staying with some friends in a tent and they got kicked out from them and they got their wallet stolen. They had nothing. Oh. And yeah. And I remember it it touched me so much that when I became a full-time caseworker here, one of the things I wanted to advocate for was lodge. And so lodging has always kind of been there, but now we have more funding to outreach more people for a night or two just to get off of the street or come up with a game plan or, you know, just take a shower. So that was something that really impacted me. I felt so helpless as an intern and I felt like, what can I do for these people? They are, you know, coming here. I mean, the best I could do was a blanket and food, but that was really important to them. But to me, I was like, there's more 
on my end that I can do so advocating even through the Salvation Army to do more things to open more programs is a lot of what the Red Kettle does as well and the things we take for for granted just something as simple as, as taking a shower <laughs> yes, you know, can make uh, all the difference in the world warm socks I could see how that touched you boy that that probably in many ways was the foundation that uh, created your future with the Salvation Army seeing something like that Yes. Wow. That's uh, we were so hoping you would open up on a couple of these stories. This is what we want relayed to the folks that are listening that uh, this is all the Salvation Army has done and continues to do right here in our community. Go to mymixfm.com. Donate what you can. There are numerous businesses that are donating a percentage of their sales for different things that they have. You know, if money's tight during COVID-19, maybe consider everybody's got to get an oil change. Everybody's got to get groceries and eat. And if if you can go to one of these businesses, a portion of that will come back to the Salvation Army. Or you can even learn more about what they do. Maybe you can donate your time. Just donate something to a worthy, worthy organization. Go to MyMixFM.com. And of course, we're talking with Jay Lee, full-time caseworker, and we're hearing some stories and different things that has pretty much impacted you from working with the Salvation Army. Is there, and you've already told a couple of stories, so I don't know if there's another one. Is there one outside of the ones that you've told is just the one that will be, that just sticks out to you? that you'll always remember? Um, I actually, another story, of course, I have a ton of as a caseworker, but as an intern, I think it was really impactful for me and why I chose the route I did. So another story of when I was an intern was we had someone come in. She was scared to ask for help. (laughs) She was new to this and she just walked in and you could tell the look on her face. She just didn't know what to do. So she just kind of explained her story and we got her registered and everything, all of her paperwork. And we sat down and did this budget assessment and she's like you know I've never done anything like this before I you know I don't know where to go where to turn to and I we have to reassure this is what we're here for we're not here to judge Right. You know, I don't care what expenses are coming out. I don't care where you're, you know, what money's going where. I just, we just do this to see where we're able to help. So I just want people to know we don't judge here. We fully are open to understanding and helping. And she felt at ease, I could tell after that conversation. And she had a $500 um, sewage bill and she had no income coming in and they were going to turn off her water. Um, But the reason the bill was so high was because they had a leak and they couldn't get it fixed properly and it just kept going and the bill just kept adding up and she was going to be forced to move out of her home because the sewage was leaking into the house. It was a whole Oh, that's tough. Um, And we were able to find a program to help clean the slate of that $500. And she honestly didn't believe me when I told her, (laughs) you don't have to worry about it. The $500 is cleared we have great people in this organization who wanted to contribute and take that down. Um, and she left in tears. She hugged me. And that was another impactful story to me is you don't know what anyone's going through when they walk through that door. We don't know them from Adam and they just come in and explain their stories and are just looking for help. And so that really touched me. It's like, wow, all I did was, you know, right. assessment and called some people and we got this taken care of. But to her, you could tell, you know, she didn't believe she was shocked and then we knew that she could get that taken care of and start working on the fixings she needs to do to her house to continue to live in a safe environment. And you're somebody to them when you walk through those doors. You know, you're somebody and you matter. So, Jaylee, is there anything else you would like to touch on or add today? Um, I just want everyone to know that here at the Salvation Army, we call it a hand up and not a hand out. So, a hand up to get where you need to be and not a hand out to make you feel guilty about accepting the help. 
I love that because you know what comes after that hand up? A high five when things get better, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's excellent. Well, let's say you've you've told us some great stories. You've given us an idea of the impact of the Salvation Army. Let's say there's someone... Let's call her Janice. She's driving to work this morning. She heard the stories. What else would you tell that person or someone else listening to encourage them to donate? I would tell anyone encouraging to donate to, even if it's a dollar, just to reach out because it's going to be so impactful to not only the people who walk through the door, but also me. You know, I the more funding I have, the more I'm able to do, the more people I'm able to touch. But you know, we're able to do so much more with a dollar. A dollar goes a long way. So, and there's a lot of programs we have and want to continue to build off of. And I think with a donation, we'll be able to explore that and do those different things like budgeting courses, cooking classes, things that we really want to help bring to the Wabash Valley and not just one area. We want to focus on other areas as well. And with the funding, we'll be able to do that. Go to mymixfm.com. You can donate that way. You know what, uh, Jay, we can't thank you enough for taking a few moments. You've really uh, explained a lot for us and and uh, told us some success stories and, and how important it is to give. And we can't thank you enough for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. Help us support the Salvation Army and their mission to help folks in need in the Wabash Valley. Go to MyMixFM.com today.